It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats at Night on 77 WABC. Welcome back to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night show, where we talk about everything that's going on here in America, in New York City, in San Francisco, across the country, and now around the world. We'll go to Mario Economo, who will give us the latest on what's going on in Europe, specifically regarding the economy there. Hi, Mario. Welcome back to and, Cats and at Night. And also the Queen. What happened with the Queen today? Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, the Queen had uh, uh, her celebration uh, that's really not the purpose of the call today. The purpose of the call today and what's alarming with respect to what's happened today is the fact that the uh, president of the Ukraine, Zelensky, spoke to the uh, parliament in Luxembourg, and he acknowledged for the first time that the Ukraine essentially does not control 20 percent of its land. Uh, the Russians now do. This is the first time he's actually openly admitted this. Uh, and it's interesting because in terms of size, once again, that's a land mass which is roughly the size of the country of Greece. So Russia now essentially controls a country the size of Greece and the Ukraine. Uh, on the back of that, it was essentially announced today that the U.S. will be sending – they've been discussing this, but now today they've confirmed they will be sending the MLRS system. That's a multiple launch rocket system to the Ukraine. There were concerns about this system going to the Ukraine because if the Ukrainians decide to use it and to fire the missiles into Russia, this could create a much greater altercation. I guess the U.S. now feels comfortable enough because the Ukrainians have given them assurances that they will not be firing these missiles into Russia. Uh, depending on the munitions used, they have a range of roughly 180 miles. So they can hit pretty deep into Russia. That's, a, that's Ukrainians a 180 miles. Uh, Ed, you were an airborne. I mean, <laughs> yeah. what do you know about that? Yeah, well, the those are very accurate missiles. Uh, there are a number of you can fire them at once. And uh, the uh, Ukrainians need them to go that distance in order to knock out the the Russian artillery, which is really so. If the Russian artillery is on the Russian border, you know, in Russia, are the Ukrainians going to use them? That's a good question. At the moment, they said they're not going to use them. Right? He said but, yesterday okay, he so wasn't going to use them. What, what, what do you think, Mario? I'm going to play devil's advocate, and I'm going to tell you what I'm scared of. There's one unit right now, one army unit in the Ukraine that's surrounded by uh, Russians. And it is said that they are running out of ammunition, they have no more food, the morale is low, and they're essentially going to be surrendering to the Russians. What happens if you have a renegade lieutenant, major, colonel, and that Ukrainian group who decides that, you know what, I'm going to go down in a blaze of glory and I'm going to launch these systems into Russia? What happens then? Well, somebody has to apologize. Well, it's going to be. It's going to. Unfortunately, it's going to be much more than an apology that's going to be needed because the Russians have said, if in fact that does happen, the Kremlin spokesman said they will view that as an attack by America or a third country, and that will make them decide that they have a carte blanche to hit other countries back. So I, I think people need to take a step back. I think I've been listening to you all night and all week and about the price of gasoline at the pump. Uh, we're looking at 10 bucks almost a gallon for diesel in California. We're easily going to surpass that in the summer. If this war continues, if things continue at this pace, the price of oil, the price of gas will continue to ratchet up. And when that happens, mm. I think you're going to start seeing a lot of people, both in America and in Europe, say that they have not signed up for this. This wasn't the purpose of supporting the war. Um, 
And I think we can prevent it. I think everybody needs to take a step back and everybody needs to sit down and negotiate the Ukrainians, the Russians, and the Europeans, with America, of course, acting as a, a guarantor of security. But an agreement needs to be reached. This cannot continue, because if you continue to send weapons to the Ukraine and you continue to arm the Ukrainians, good things will not happen. Mm. A lot of people are assuming, this said Cox here, a lot of people are assuming that, but if you show strength to Russia... I don't think they want to bring in uh, Western Europe. They are at the moment. They are at a weak point. Uh, they're they're having a trouble just with the Ukrainians. And uh, you bring in uh, uh, Western Europe. Uh, you, you're 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 adding to your problems if you're Mr. Putin. I agree, Chairman. He the Russians can't control a hundred percent of the Ukraine. They'd never keep it. Right now, what he's doing is he's, he's breaking everything he can, knowing that at one day the, the United States. State Department will have a Ukraine reconstruction czar. A reconstruction and we'll, czar. will be paying to, to, to fix everything that he's breaking. Well, they, they'll crazy. take the reserves that they've taken away from the Russians and use that to rebuild the Ukraine. And they should because the Russians have destroyed it. But to Mario's point, as much as I want to help the Ukrainians, I don't want to do it to America's detriment. And we're already yes. seeing the side effects from it, and yes. that's what I'm worried about. And what Lydia is saying is what's now starting to be whispered beneath the breath of many of the prime ministers in Europe. And in fact, Mr. Draghi in Italy, even though the sixth uh, package of sanctions was passed by the EU and everybody was high-fiving each other around the table, he did say that everybody needs to realize this is going to be very bad for Russia, but it's going to be brutal on Europe. And very, very difficult days are coming. And I don't think anybody has really picked up on that. And coming back to your point uh, about uh, uh, Putin and Russia wanting all of the Ukraine, I don't believe they do. I believe what Putin wants is, is what he's done. He's pulled back from many of the other parts of the Ukraine. And I think he's very comfortable and happy with what, the 20% that he Mario, now controls. we only got a minute or so left. What, what's the, the real story? People, other accusations are coming through that uh, they, they have a, a, a Nazi division in the Ukraine? Uh, yes, uh, there was. Uh, that's the Azov uh, Battalion or Brigade. They were in Mariupol and they lost. The Russians did obliterate them. And the ones that did survive have surrendered. And they've now been put on trucks and sent back to Russia. The Russians claim that the ones who were wounded are in the hospital, and they're screening the other ones. I don't know what that means. Does that mean they've been shipped off to Siberia somewhere, to a re-education camp? It's cold in Siberia. But, uh, but yes, Mar- there was Mario, a thank you. thank you for coming on and briefing us uh, about what's going on in Europe. I want to thank Judge Weinberg, Governor Patterson, Chief, Chief Carbonetti, and Ed Cox, and, and my sidekick, Lydia Serrani. Uh... Well, God, what do we stand for? What does our for? show stand for? Truth, Truth justice, justice, justice in the American way. God bless uh, New York. God bless America. God bless Europe. And we need God's help in this one, in this time. And uh, we'll catch up again uh, tomorrow. Thank you.